Welcome back to the Dish of Tish podcast. We are in what week of quarantine? We're on week like six of quarantine. I don't know. Anyways, I haven't had many guests on because of quarantine, but I've been quarantining <laughs> with my guests today. This is very exciting. We barely knew each other at the start of quarantine, and now yeah. we are inseparable. Kind of. We'll get into it. This is Moses. Do you no. say your last name or no? Heck is it man. secret? No. I feel, oh, like, no. <laughs> I feel like you're a secretive online, <laughs> like you're well, clear being on Instagram, your channel water on YouTube. Yeah, but no, people can find my name. There's nothing to hide. OK, so you're not trying to be private about it. No, people people call me out for trying to expose you. They're like, he's private. I'm like, you're the opposite of private. You're so out there. Well, there's sides of me that are the sides that are not. <laughs> What's fine. the side that's not? I want to know that side. <laughs> like my personal life. I thought I'm, I'm like a teacher, right? Like if you have a teacher in college. So they teach you a subject. So that's my channel. That's what I do. Like I teach something. Right. But it's not about your professor or your teacher. Like You know what I mean? That's the only reason I ever went to school was for my professors <laughs> and teachers. That's what I care about is their personal lives. Like who are they married to? Do they have kids? Right. Like you don't want to, you never want to talk about that. Like if you get married and have kids one day, you'll never show them, you think? No, they're not part of the channel. Really? Even is on Instagram? Yeah, like look at my Instagram. You won't see anything about my personal life. <laughs> People gave me shit for that. They're like, "Wow, she's posting them all over Instagram. He doesn't post her once." No, because have you seen anyone else on my Instagram? <laughs> yeah, but I'm special. Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> all I say is that you can see that my work online is my artwork and my research, but it's not me. It's yeah, not what I eat, what I do, where I go, who I meet. It's not that. But don't you think that'd be interesting too? Because you do know so many like interesting people. I don't care. I mean, it's not like... You don't be. like to share it? Like, I think it's fun to share it. Like, your life is exciting. Sure. Your personal life. But you just don't have no interest in sharing what you're doing. I think I'm going to open up my garden to people. <laughs> people want to see pictures. That's what you're going to start with? Is your garden? <laughs> people want to see pictures of my plants. They the were kittens. very... <laughs> I'm going to keep it like National think... Geographic. So you're trying to be like earthy, earthy vibes. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm watery. <laughs> Our water is earth, right? You're a water sign. Did you know that? Yeah. Okay, so I looked up our signs. Okay, we're not <laughs> dating, by the way, but I looked up our signs just to see, like, compatibility in general. I'm a Taurus. He's a Scorpio. And you're water, and I'm earth. And I didn't know this. I didn't know about the signs. And I was like, oh, my God, he's water. I wonder if he knows that. Is that where you became, like, obsessed with water is from your sign? You're like, okay, I have to, like, get into this now. No, it was by accident. I mean, not accident. Like, I was looking for something, you know, like something in nature that's that's alive, that. I mean, in the bigger picture, I was looking for God. I was looking for, you know, the source of life. Right. And then I found water. Like, it's not that I'm not the kind of guy that's like swimming, surfing, you love water. Right. Or people are like, oh, you must be like diving and surfing. I'm like, no, (laughs) the water here is so freezing cold. (laughs) You don't like to be in it? You don't like to be? I feel like you'd like to be submerged. I like to be in the water. But for me, it's like water is like movement. Like dancing is being water. Okay. Being an architect is being water. Driving fast is being water. You existing you is being water. So it's like movement. It's um, it's bigger than just being wet. About <laughs> <Well>, that. <laughs> Wait, do you sound? Do you think you sound crazy when you say this to people? Because you swear that you are water. You yeah. swear it. No, I've I've changed my identity to water. And you think you're the craziest thing about you is you don't think you're gonna die. I am not. <laughs> no wait think? you are you're a human water never dies like you can't kill water okay but you water are always... blood and heart and lungs and those all do die but that's like architecture you know it's like it's like this building right there's a house right you build a house mm-hmm. but you're not the house so right. water is the builder that built okay. this house 
Their body's a house. So you're saying, but when you die and you get buried, it's going to be ashes and bones. Where's the water come into play? When do you melt into water? When do we see that? No, but the water that's in your body now oh. leaves your body, goes back to river, ocean, clouds, to plants, animals. So wow. like, that's the cycle. Okay. Cycle so of water is the cycle of the soul. You, Moses, is going to die, but the water in your body will live this on. This body's going to break down. Right. This identity that people know yes. is going to break down. Right. But I will not. I feel like I feel like you sound crazy. I, I love you I, I so much, but <laughs> no, no, but I have no doubt. Like I have no problem. Like I am crazy. So you think there's something like different about you and your brain? I'm not different, but I'm just crazy. I think you're different because who else thinks they're water? <laughs> Nobody else. I told him his soulmate is going to be someone who loves water. If like I feel like if you found a girl that was like, hey, I love, I'm water too. You'd be like, wow, I finally met her. Once happened. <laughs> you said girls try though. This is what I find it. We'll go back to it. I find this so interesting. You said like before all this, before we even like met whatever, you said like girls would like DM you like trying to act like they know about water and shit. Usually. To try and impress you. And you're like, I can call out a fake. Yeah. Do you just stop talking? You don't okay, so you do you just stop talking to girls once you know they're fake or are you just like whatever? No, I mean it's the same thing. Like if it's online, um it's it doesn't become personal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if somebody wants to ask me a question about life water help them with depression anxiety whatever i help them but the conversation doesn't continue to like oh what you doing oh you're not you like, that. I mean? like can we talk about that how you haven't dated for 10 years <laughs> or no are you like not sure. about it okay okay so let's give like background first because we got like way ahead of ourselves so okay how we met we met um what two days before lockdown started right <laughs> we met two days before okay so i was on the h3 podcast shout out h3 h3 is it h3 h3 or just h3 podcast i don't know their branding well there's two right there's the h3 h3 channel productions okay and then there's the podcast. The H3 podcast is not H3H3. Yeah. They dropped one of the H3s. Okay. <laughs> um, which I genuinely liked being on that podcast. I don't know what happened, really. I guess they hate me. I don't talk to them. I don't know. I love them. No hate. I bought a Teddy Fresh thing. Um, but I was on there. They were trying to do like a bachelorette thing, whatever. I don't think they did a very good job picking my guys for me. <laughs> I feel like because they didn't pick them. Ethan and Neela didn't pick them. And I trust Ethan and Neela. I don't trust the interns. And they picked them for me. I was very disappointed. So by the end of a two and a half hour long episode, I was like, oh, my God, where's your brother? Because I was pitched to be on the show first to date her brother. So then I looked him up and I was like, oh, he's super hot. That didn't happen for whatever reason. And then my shows came. So by the second episode, I was like, wait, what happened to your brother? And whatever. And you DM me that night before the show even aired. So that means they told you this is not private information. That that has to be it. Because they told you that like, oh, Trisha's interested in you. Right? Is that how it went down? Yeah. And I was surprised. I was like, what? She mentioned me? Like, why Why would, Why would? did that even come about? And Oh, really? And when I saw the show, I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, so, okay. <laughs> but we had talked before the show came yeah, out. So they mentioned, yeah, they mentioned that you asked about me. Uh, yeah. So... So then I reached out, but I didn't know. I didn't see the show yet, so I didn't see how horrible like, the people were. The people that, and and you took it seriously, so it was kind of like I took it seriously. You know. I remember so specifically asking too. I was like, yeah, I like to go somewhere between thirty-five to fifty-five or whatever. And they gave me like every they gave me like an eighteen-year-old in college, and I was like, wait, what? This is not what I asked for. Like I gave very specific things, and then I said, oh, I like successful or I like really broke, and they gave me all really broke. I was like, okay, there was not even an option. Everyone was just like, I want Trisha to pay for me. I was just like, ah. Oh, what is this so yeah i took it seriously obviously the interns are trying to sabotage me that's how i think anyways <laughs> but then i met moses and the first night 
Well, I was supposed to be the bachelor. Too, yeah, right. Okay, you. yeah, right. So I guess it ended up being the two bachelor, bachelor, bachelorette just ran away together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. That's what I thought. I was right. like, but but your show never aired and mine was done because of quarantine. And also I was just done with it. I wasn't going to go. I mean, I would have got on a cruise, but I didn't know any of those people. I didn't like any of those people. So I didn't think of it as like ruining the show. As they said, I just thought of it as like the show's over because it's quarantine. They never reached out to me ever. So I was like, oh, OK. And we weren't even public. We never even posted a picture until like 10 days later. It wasn't even like right away. We posted a picture. I mean, the idea was to be mindful of the show and basically have the show go on. Yeah. And see how it develops. But um, the quarantines, like really the lockdown happened on us. Yeah. Like we were just together and suddenly like, boom, quarantine. And pretty much the last person I saw since the quarantine yeah, started. Yeah, we were forced to quarantine. I haven't seen anyone since then. <laughs> Wait, really? So, yeah. You haven't seen anyone. Yeah, so, we're isolated together. We, I don't see anyone either. So it was like suddenly we're in a reality show. <laughs> that should be so the reality is. show, quarantine. It's like married at first yeah. sight. I think that's, that's a good show. Quarantine, <laughs> mask, gloves. <laughs> And basically, you infect one of the house members. <laughs> oh, my God. And then they all get infected? No, you have to. The winner is the one that doesn't get infected. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds... But eventually they would, right? They would eventually die. Anyway, that's the show we ended up in. <laughs> Everyone thinks I infected you. Everyone's being like, why do so many people hate me and go to like someone like, you've gotten so much hate. And I feel like you said you could handle it at the beginning. And now you're like, I can't handle it. No, I can handle it. It's not that I can't handle it. You're like... It's not that. I was just like... I was just mindful of what creates hate or why, you know, how not to, because people were upset. And I was like, what are you upset about? Yeah. Like, what is it that you're upset about? Mm -hmm. You still didn't get it. And we just realized it was just like hate. I still don't get it. I don't get why people have to like tell you how awful I am. No one hates on you, though. I don't think I don't see any hate. The only hate you get is associating (laughs) with me. They're like, oh, you're with Trisha. You associate with her. And then I, I don't get their side of like, okay, let's say you don't like somebody um, that you don't know, actually. And you think, and they keep telling me she needs help. And I was like, okay, so are we going to help somebody by staying away from them and never <laughs> talk to them again? And never, like, yeah, how yeah, is yeah. that helpful? Like, what, what is it that you're trying to do? You're just trying to isolate somebody that you say need help. It's weird. Like people, though, I don't get right. That. I kind of, I kind of know what you're saying. I mean, it's kind of a weird way you put it because I'm like, wait, are you trying to help me? Is that why no, you're staying around? No but, <laughs> no, but I'm saying like in this, in their yeah. point of view, or from their point of view, it's like they say, okay, you're a hateful person, but the amount of hate they're spewing out, I'm like, yeah. no, you're more hateful than I ever seen you being. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. actually hating, and they're not realizing it. Like, and and that just in life, that's how it is. You become what you hate. You say that. That's what you stand by. That's another one of your values you stand by is that you become what you hate. You think I hate all men. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know more about this. You say this and I kind of brush over it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Why do you think that? Because, I mean, you either love everyone or you hate everyone. That's not true. That's not true. I love my mom. I love my sister. I love you. I hate... people that I won't say but I hate people so there's both I can you think I, I hate everyone so I hate some people so you think I hate my mom my sister but I mean I think it's a strong word you know when we say hate it's a strong word but it's more um if we judge somebody if we're angry at them if we get frustrated by them those are all forms of hate in a sense. right so but if you if you really see everyone as yourself everyone then you love everyone now it doesn't mean that you have to have them in your life it doesn't mean that you have to be friends right. with them and all nice and be like, oh, great, just continue being the awful person you are. But you still no, love them. You can tell them, honestly, the problems they have. You can tell them the issues. But 
it's you don't turn hateful, right? So let's say I'm walking in the street and let's say I'm love. Right. And I meet somebody and that person is hate. Yeah. Right. So if I meet somebody and somebody that's pure evil, like they're just bad people. Right. So most people will feel like, oh, now I have the right to hate this person. Right. He's evil. This person is just evil. But the reality is that if you change, that means that that, that hateful person just infected you with hate and turned you into a hateful person. You need to stay love. You need to stay loving. I, Even that hateful person. Yeah. You need to still show them love because inside of them, they're still the person, the real person that is not hate. You know what I mean? It's like it's a spirit that comes into us. It's like hate is not us. We were born perfect. But some point at life, somebody and like Wait, inserted it into the person. Weren't we not born perfect? Weren't we born with sin? Isn't that the whole point of being baptized? But that sin is the sin of the environment that puts into you. That's why I need to be born again. Were you? Yeah. Were you born again again when you found water? <laughs> Did you baptize yourself yeah. again? Well, they actually say be like reborn of spirit and water. Who says that? In the Bible. Oh, yeah. That's my other favorite thing about Moses. Even though he has a biblical name, he's also very smart with Bible knowledge. It's very, it, you would be like the stereotypical, like the people always think I would stereotype, but you kind of are though. You're like Moses, you're from Israel, you know a lot about the Old Testament. So you're kind of like a stereotypical. I have no problem with stereotypes. Yeah, but you're not Jewish. Can we clarify this or no? Is that offensive? Yeah. Okay. No, no. You don't consider yourself Jewish? No, I don't belong to anything. Except water. Yeah. Well, you don't even belong to that. Don't belong to anything smaller than the whole body. Okay, so for people who think I'm obsessed with people because they're Jewish, he's not Jewish. He's the opposite (laughs) of that. So don't come for me. Um, Okay, so (laughs) back to the dating thing. So okay, back to. (laughs) But I'm not able to say that. I I love everybody. Good. That's the way. But you don't think I do? You think I hate? No, I mean, I said it in a reaction because I asked you, do you love everyone or hate? So I hate you, some people. Right, but that's... But I love means. more people than I hate. I'm not sure about Wait, that. why do you hang around me if you think I hate you? You're trying to fix me, I feel. No. Admit it, you, were, you wanted to help me. You were like, I wanted to help you, and then I realized I can't. <laughs> no, no. I made a mistake that, I mean, I don't help somebody unless they ask for it. Unless mm. they ask. Okay. Help. You should never help somebody that didn't ask for help. <laughs> I made that mistake. So you were trying. You were trying to help me then. No, I just thought that maybe you know, like I just thought that maybe you were interested at that moment. But it was the wrong moment because at that moment you never said, "Hey, I want to hear about this." Okay, so tell me how you would help me if I asked for help. What do you think I need help with? And I'm genuinely asking this because we don't usually talk about this because we're friends and it's a weird thing. Because I don't want your help. I just want to be your fucking friend. But um, you always are like, I wanted to help you, and you don't want help, and so I need to not help you. But what would you have wanted to help me in? I think for most people, um, it starts with the environment we're born into. Mm-hmm. So it's usually parents. It's usually parents or whoever raised you. So if you are, if you're born in an environment that hurt you in any way, so it can be you know mentally, verbally, physically, and the worst that parents can do is be angry with their children, judgmental of the children, because um, the body can heal, but it's it's really our spirit and mind that gets scarred, you know, from those things. So for most people, it's really to overcome their parents and the spirit that the parents put into them. So like if, let's say if my parents are very judgmental and they make me feel bad, I get anxious, then I get judgmental of them and their behavior, I turn to a judgmental person, right? Right. And suddenly, like I said, you become what you resent. So we become our parents in that way. So the key is really to understand our parents, 
they can't control themselves, understand where they came from, why they're acting the way they do, and nobody really gave them good guidance. So, you know, they, so they're, they're like, they're actually like kids. Right. They're walking around hurting their own kids. They don't want to. They feel awful about it. But at the same time, they don't know how to fix it. They don't know how to admit fault. They don't want to admit the fault because it's horrible for a parent to admit that they hurt their child. Right. So we as children, because we were born perfect, we have the chance to fix it and forgive them. So if we <laughs> forgive our parents, then we can release them from that guilt, release ourselves from their spirit of judgment in us. So, so really it's about understanding our parents, forgiving them. And when you forgive them, then you actually love them. Then you can actually love them, even though they're still going to be yeah. horrible. They're still going to be judgmental. They're still going to try and push your buttons. They can't control themselves. But you will see them as a child. You will see them as like, you know, suddenly the role, the role reverses and you're the adult <laughs> in the house and they're the children, you know. Um, but when they see you change, then they'll be like, how did you do that? And and then you can help them. And they, you know. Yeah, I get it. But I mean, you said you've always been an adult. You're like, I've been an adult since I was five years old. That's what you say. Do you still <laughs> I was born an adult. I feel like you actually would be. I wouldn't believe you most of the time, but I feel like that you might actually be real because you just are so serious. <laughs> and when you are trying to be, when you are funny, I shouldn't say trying to be funny. When you are funny, I don't even know like you're trying to be funny or if it yeah. is funny. I'm always like, hmm. Yeah, most people miss my jokes because they're like, Cause no they're, way. <laughs> I don't know if they, I don't know, because I don't know if there's a joke there sometimes. Because sometimes you just say stuff. I'm like, is he being serious or is he not? Right. No, but when I'm comfortable, I just make jokes all the time. Are you comfortable with me? I joke all the time. Do you? I don't even know. Sometimes I don't even know your jokes. Sometimes I get so annoyed and I just hang up the phone. I'm just like, okay, bye. Um, <laughs> finding the perfect present for mom is tough, especially if I don't have the luxury of celebrating Mother's Day together in person. And this year, during this quarantine and isolation, times are so tough to get together with family. So now more than ever, we need to cherish those memories, get creative, and spend with the quality time and appreciate what we do have, each other. I know that more than anything, parents cherish spending time with family. That's why I'm giving my mom the most meaningful gift this year. A chance to connect with loved ones through StoryWorth. StoryWorth is absolutely amazing. You connect with family from all over. It's online. It's creative. You can take the time to create memories. And at the end of the year, you get a bonus book for free. StoryWorth is a fun and meaningful way to engage with family, especially with relatives you might not get to see that often. This online service helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's the gift of spending time together wherever you live. Every week, StoryWorth emails your family member different story prompts, questions you've never thought to ask, like what have been some of your life's general greatest surprises and what's one of the riskiest things you've ever done? I've seen other questions and I know my mom loves little prompts like this. It jogs their memory. It goes back towards memory lane. She had a great story about the day I was actually born, which I never heard before. And because of StoryWorth's prompts, it was able to jog her memory that she had complications and she was feeling all sorts of things that, you know, most people don't normally remember or care to share, but it was really interesting and it brought us closer together. Reading the weekly stories is fun and makes our family feel close, even if we're not all together. StoryWorth has been giving us many revelations about our mother. Uh, like I said, when you're a kid, you're kind of don't really know what's happening. I don't even know. She really knows what's hap happening. She's so busy working multiple jobs. And she shared stories about her jobs while she was working, why she did it. I thought we were completely rich growing up until she shared a story about how she had to work four jobs, which I didn't really comprehend at the time. I thought that was just normal. And it just makes me appreciate her so much more. And I know she loves sharing the memories with us as well. 
After one year, StoryWorth will compile every answered question and photo you choose to include into a beautiful keepsake book. It's shipped for free. My family will treasure this book forever, and I'm sure yours will too. Give your mom the most meaningful gift this year with StoryWorth. Get started right away without the need for shipping by going to StoryWorth.com slash Trish. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's StoryWorth.com slash Trish for $10 off. Okay, so we're back. Last time we did a video together, everyone told me my hair looked awful. Everyone, but you know what? It still looks awful because I'm in the freaking quarantine, which is the other reason I really know Moses is a good person because he has seen me at my ugliest. Oh my God. I was, oh my God. I was really broken out that first week. I finally got a routine and I was able to put like makeup on my face, but it was so bad. And he didn't care. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So we, yeah, we met right before um, lockdown and then we basically just isolated together by, because why? Because we didn't have anyone else. Is that why? I think we were getting to know each other. I mean, we didn't know each other. Like, that's the, <laughs> that's what was so... It was really like a reality show. Yeah, I just feel like... I don't know. I I'm glad I wasn't alone. If I was alone right now, I would have been so... I would have gone nuts. I don't know how people do it. I feel like no one's really alone in this isolation. I feel like people are at least trying to keep it small. Small circle. No, but a lot of people are, like completely alone or i mean it's mostly online you think yeah. i feel like some people like sneak to other people's houses like for sure no, I mean, people are afraid i mean there were a lot of people that were really afraid um a lot of people are alone and i've spoke to people like really had hard time with it but i think for us people that are so busy to go from full-on to nothing at all and then you're suddenly home alone and you know because for me too most of my life is actually work yeah like people i work with work for and and that's really what i do mostly not so much socialize so suddenly that's gone right so there was like nothing wait you don't socialize in like everyday life in real life hardly so you don't go on dates you said you went on okay <laughs> okay so he didn't date for 10 years because you were trying to help other people yes that was your reasoning no, i was just doing my research i was just doing like <laughs> like when you work on philosophy <laughs> critical thinking you have to be away from the drama of life because it just gets into your mind and you just... You think weaves. dating's drama? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think it's drama. I don't think it is. I think I'm drama. I don't think dating is drama. Maybe dating me is drama, but that's different. <laughs> that's why he stopped talking to me. We had a little... I don't know if it's even a breakup because we weren't dating, but we had a time where he just didn't want to talk to me for like three days. I needed space. <laughs> oh my god which i don't I, I can't i don't know how to give people space you're right about that you're right that was true that's a whole oh, that's a crazy story anyways i can continue sorry about the but, dating and about, not wanting drama in in a way i was really just stepping away from humanity and human structure you know like the structure of humanity the regular of like talking to people going out doing things i was just all day working working with the water doing experiments writing and i wrote a lot and also made some videos and that's when channel water started so the idea was just to keep doing research and communicate out to the world right i didn't really care about my being as a human being you know like the the desires of the body the mind so I kind of just... But you still had sex. You weren't a celibate for 10 years. Let's just clarify Not that. completely celibate. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Because I was like, what? <laughs> so you just didn't take girls no, out. But, but the desire didn't wasn't there. You know what I mean? Like it, right. wasn't, it wasn't like sitting and thinking, oh, I'm, I need something. I want something. Like slowly, slowly your, your body changes. Your mind changes. Mm -hmm. And it's like going through detox. Really, society is an addiction. 
And yeah. when you step away from society, first it's like rehab, like it's, it's hard and it's painful and you feel it. You're like, oh, I want physical touch. I want this food. I want that party. I want the music, whatever it is. But then slowly you forget that ever existed. Yeah. So I think it, it really depends on how you do it and for how long. But there was a moment where the research was finished and I never thought it would be. Like I was done. I found out answers to all the <laughs> you questions. You thought it was going to be your whole life journey for <laughs> this? I, I just didn't think I'll be back to people. I thought I'm going to stay in that space of like talking about consciousness, space, time, like something so out there. Your whole life you thought you were going to do that? Yeah. Oh and my then, God. But then at the priest? end it was like this moment where part of the knowledge and part of the stuff I was finding out was really about people and things that could be very helpful to people. And for me, that's all I want to do. Like, I'd rather be there for other people, rather spend my life helping people than necessarily, let's say, um, start a family or have my own little bubble. You know, uh, maybe you're scared to start a family because of the whole parent thing. You think parents do a bad job and you're worried because you're going to... do a great job. No, you can't say that. You say everybody screws their kids up. You will too. And your kids will have sure. to correct themselves because of you. Sure. But I'll be aware of that. Like, I'll be able to apologize to them for the things I've done. I'll be able to give know. them... I mean, all you need to do is give your kids their freedom to be who they are and not force our expectations and our judgments on them. So whatever that person will grow up to be, I'll support it. But most people, and I see it with my own friends, they're so scared that their kid is going to turn out to be something they judge, something they don't like. Right. You know, so that's how it starts. Like, let's say there's people you don't like, you judge. Oh, I don't like this type of people, that type of being. And then suddenly your kid becomes exactly that. You know, right. I'll give you like a very simple example. Let's say you're a Democrat and your child grows to be a Republican. Right. And then suddenly you're like, oh my God, what have I done? But that's exactly what's going to happen. What they're if they grow up to be just like you? I don't know. Would you be happy or sad? I don't think that's possible. Like To be just like you? No, I think every person, every person is so unique. The more freedom you give them, the more unique they will be in their Mean. Or they could just end up dead because if you give them so much freedom, they'll like overdose or some shit. No, I think I think kids run away to to drugs or run away from themselves and their own consciousness if they're hurt. Mm. You know, like that that comes that's a result of being hurt. Um, you can do drugs in a very educational and responsible way, but if you <laughs> that's do a it, PSA. <laughs> but if you do it to escape yourself, then it's a different. Issue. Tell us how we do it responsibly. Drugs. I would like to know this. <laughs> Give me an example. <laughs> I mean, some people do like certain, or let's say some cultures have certain ceremonies. You right. come to age 13, 16, 18, whatever it is, and there's a ceremony. And in that ceremony, you get, you know, you, you kind of learn about the bigger picture, the bigger consciousness. You learn something. Right. But if as a kid you do it because you want to escape your life, because it just feels good. Because feeling good is not being good. There's a difference. Right. But sometimes we escape to the place that feels good because we feel so horrible. And we feel so horrible because somebody's making us feel horrible. Do you feel good or do you feel horrible most of the time? I feel amazing. All the time? Yeah. I mean, I'm sober 100%. And That's true. To, I mean, I used to smoke weed to deal with my pain. What was your pain? Let's get into that. I didn't know you had pain. I thought you were like perfect. You never told no, me about pain. No. Oh, your childhood pain. Yeah, I mean, like everyone else. I, I'm, I'm not different than anyone else. I just found a way to resolve I it don't and know. move out of it. Your childhood kind of seems sadder than most people's that I've heard of. It's sadder than mine. Maybe. It definitely is. I was like, oh, damn. I think um, 
and then also just like the way you grew up. I was watching your video. I don't watch all your videos. I tell you this. I don't, I'm not a fake person. I'm like, Oh, people think like I'm like faking whatever. Cause like we're so opposite, but I actually, I tell them when I'm not interested in something. Cause I'm like, water is boring. And you know this cause you don't talk about water that often, but you also don't like musicals. He hates Broadway and like musicals. And so that's why I don't talk about that. So it's like, we just understand it. Anyways, <laughs> I did watch a video on your channel cause it was about you. So I was like, okay, let me, let me watch this one. And it was shorter. It was like 30 minutes. And you said, okay, so you grew up in Israel which I want to go to Israel. You're like, I don't like Israel. I never want to go back. I don't want to live there. It's great to visit. Oh, it is great to visit. So you would go visit again. Yeah. yeah but you don't like, because in your video, you said, oh, I came to LA and I felt like I was like home. Like you didn't feel like, yeah. you don't feel like don't Israel. Feel comfortable there. You don't, yeah. That's don't what I'm saying. Okay. There. Why? That's what I'm like. Don't, I don't understand that either. Because we watch 90 Day Fiance and all these people like love their freaking countries. And you're just like, <laughs> oh, I don't feel comfortable. That's not my home. Well, Israel is like a weird social experiment. So it's an island, but it's not an island because it's the beautiful Hawaii or Maui. It's an island because we're surrounded by enemies. So you're landlocked. You can't travel on land anywhere. You have to fly out if you want to go somewhere. So it's a tiny country and you're surrounded by enemies. And that really does something to your mentality. You, so if you want to know what an Israeli is, there's two... Um, definitions of on wikipedia you can even look for it so <laughs> island mentality uh-huh. and siege mentality we it's like living under siege so it really changes the way you think about the world and for me it didn't fit and i felt claustrophobic you know like i used to drive for hours like drive listen to music and just drive until i couldn't drive anymore which happened really fast because it's such a small country <laughs> wait what would happen wait what do you mean like if you get to egypt right the border of egypt you said what happens they just tell you to turn around or what no, I mean, the, it's worse than that, because if you drive to the wrong wrong village or you go the wrong way, you can die. Like, you, you'll just get killed. You know, there's so many people that They just you. shoot you if you go the wrong way. They'll lynch you. Not shoot, sure, they'll lynch you. Wait, what? Yeah. Now? Present day Israel? Yeah. Why yeah. would I just... This is why I don't understand. Why would anybody want to... Like, you have family over there. Like, why would they want to live there if that's what happens? But that's the problem in the world. Most people are not able to live where they are. They're forced... I mean, there's people that are starving to death in Africa. So we can't like, why don't you move to where there's food? Like you can't. That's different though, because like people have good jobs and shit over there. You know what I mean? Like, but most people are attached to their family. You have roots, you have family, you have kids, you have a job. And it's not like you can just move here. You know what I mean? Well, you did. Well, I came to school. I studied here. I went to college. And then after college, I got a job. Like I did it a certain way, the legal way. Right. But But can't everyone do that? Like can't everyone just come to school and like, no. They can't? Why not? It's really hard. I mean, for the time I was in college, I worked full time. I was just, for for four years, I had not even one weekend off, not even one night off. I was like either work or school for four years and sleep four hours a night. That was it. It's like Like you now. (laughs) (laughs) You still only sleep four hours a night. So, so in a way that, you know, it was really hard work. And I did well in school, so I got some scholarships too. So, but it's not easy. Not everyone can do that. Is that why people? I'm not even being funny, but is that why people on 90 Day Fiance like kind of don't really care if they're like in love with the person? They're just like, oh, I just want to come to America. Yeah, I mean, it, it like Osman and Soldier Boy Absolutely. and Baby Girl Lisa. It is the best place in the world to be. And is it harder? <laughs> Maybe you don't know this. I'm just asking because you're foreign. This is so stereotypical. But like, okay. is it harder for people like in the Philippines and Nigeria to come here than people in like Israel and England? Because you never see people from like Israel. Well, there was that one guy, but he was like weird. But like I'm saying, you never see people from like England trying to come over here or France or, you know, Australia. They can just come over here. Right. But Philippines and Nigerians and like those people can't. 
Right. I mean, the more, let's say, the more there's a desire to move here, the harder it is, right? So, because you just can't have hundreds and thousands of people move here. Mm. And even people, if it's from England or Israel, they can get a tourist visa and come here for three months. Maybe they fall in love. Maybe they get married, right. you know. But Nigerians can't. So, so some other, other countries, it's more strict because there's so much desire. So again, it's like, um, you know, demand and... Oh, so they're kind of like, yeah, I get it. It's the same thing in Israel. Like in Israel too, there's a lot of people from the Philippines that want to come to Israel to work or from Eritrea. And, Are they close together? And, no, but it just... It just uh, they can get jobs there. They can make money, send money back home. So it's the same thing, mm. you know. Every country has people that want from another country to move to and, you know. I'm just trying to figure out which country is the most desperate where I can find my husband. <laughs> and apparently Nigerians can't come over here because I was talking to Soldier Boy and he can't even come over here and he's married. So apparently they're not even allowed over here right now at the right. moment. Like at all. I don't know. But if you're from Nigeria and want to date me and you're not a scammer, let me know. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So I have been shopping a lot. And I know you're probably like, Trish, you shop a lot anyways. But during this quarantine, that's my only hobby. That's my only joy in life is online shopping. And we all shop in online a lot. But did you know you can make online shopping even better? You can with Honey. Honey is the free online shopping tool that saves you money online. Honey automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart, which makes online Online shopping finally feel as easy as it's supposed to be. Imagine you're shopping at one of your favorite sites, Target, Best Buy, Sephora, Macy's, eBay, Etsy, Walmart, etc. When you check out, the little box drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds for it to scan for every promo code on the internet and watch the prices drop. It is like magic. It is amazing. Install it once, completely free, and you're going to save so much money. It's so great to get that cash back because let's face it, Best Buy, Sephora, Macy's, they don't really have sales all that often. So it's kind of like you're getting a sale without them knowing. <laughs> Honey has saved me so much money. It makes me feel so good. I actually have savings now and I'm still able to shop. So it's kind of balances out nicely or you can just use that money to shop some more. Also, if you're shopping for someone else, you're also going to get that cash back. So if you're looking for presents right now, definitely be using Honey. I've saved probably like $69, I think, at Sephora. And I think Best Buy, I saved over $100, which is pretty insane. It's a one-time installation, completely free. Honey has found it's over 18 million members, over $2 billion in savings. Did you know Honey supports over 30,000 online stores and they're adding more every day? So chances are, if it's a store you're shopping online, Honey supports and is looking out for your discounts. Users love Honey. That's why it's over 100,000 plus five-star reviews on the Google Chrome store. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It's free to use and installs in just a few seconds. Plus, it's backed by PayPal, so you know you can trust it. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash trish. That's joinhoney.com slash trish. Oh gosh, there's so much to talk about. There's ASMR. We got so much. What, what else? What do you want people to know? Wait, I shouldn't ask that question. If I tell you what do you want people to know, you're going to go off on some tangent that I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, we're friends again. Do you want to talk about, um, I guess a lot of people, I saw a lot of criticism towards you about like why you still talk to me. They're like, you bash his family. Like, how dare you talk to Trisha? Which I didn't really bash anyone. I troll people. It's a little different. No, but also, I mean, I feel like their channel and your channel like you have your own relationship between the two of you 
Yeah. That is separate from me. <laughs> We're like a personal relationship. This is what's so weird, though, because like and I admitted this to you. I feel like at the beginning, like the very first night, Demi, I'm like, this is great. This is going to be awesome. I can't wait to like rub it in their faces. But then like I knew like met you and I was like, oh, he's so sweet and nice. Like you were so like nice. And then throughout you were just consistently nice to me. And I was just like, I don't know. Like then I felt kind of bad. But then I was like and then I lost my shit. I got kind of crazy. And I will blame. I do still blame their podcast because we got in our first fight because of the freaking podcast because they were like, he texted us this. And the, I was just like, what the fuck is happening? So that was why I did the exposed videos. I guess they're not really exposed videos. I was always nice to you because you've never been mean to me. But I'm just saying like. That was the issues of our fight. And I think that was the root that's what caused us to go down. I feel like we were going up and now we're now we're good. We plateaued. But I think <laughs> we, we flattened the curve. We flattened the curve. Oh, <laughs> all on our own. But you I know think, what I mean? I think it was exactly following the corona. <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. We were like going up, up, up. And then you're right. What a good analogy. That's why you're so smart. Oh, I love Moses. I want to have babies with him. But he doesn't. And now I know why you don't want to have babies with me. Because you said you they become what you fear. And I feel like you literally would be so scared to have a baby with me because they might become like me. No, I mean, I have no problem if they become like you. I just think. Oh, that, <laughs> that's sweet. No, but I think a person, <laughs> like we need to first be like resolved with ourselves. I am now. Solve our, is- our own issues and then be healthy when we bring babies in. I am both of that right now. Yeah. I'm resolved. You agree? <laughs> I'm resolved and healthy? You're definitely a different person. Then when? Then two weeks ago, <laughs> we had a fall. Oh, I, I was crazy. I don't know what it is. Well, you know. Oh, can we talk about this? Because I feel like what? I feel like I can't. OK, this is fun. I feel like you're just like my you're like people think you're like the same normal person in my life. So I like love having you here because you can like help like explain what I'm trying to say. But like, OK, the other thing people <laughs> I'm so sick of talking about this. I'm so sick of talking about this, but it just I see it on yours. I see it on mine is the freaking like Trisha doesn't have multiple personalities. And I told I was talking to Moses about this. I was like, I really do think I have multiple personalities. And he goes, well, I know you have at least two. And you were being so <laughs> serious about it, too, because you've seen, you know, I have like a switch and maybe that's bipolar. Yeah. Maybe it's like I I don't know people always want to diagnose me maybe it's but it's something mentally wrong obviously you know i can't control it you're like you can't control it and that's why i think that's where you lost your attraction for me was when you're like oh i see you actually can't control yourself and i was like yeah yeah i mean when the switch goes on like there's no one to talk to so what is it i know you're not a doctor but like don't you think it's like a different personality i think so we have i mean because again the thing that's in us that's doing that yeah it's not us it doesn't belong to us it's almost a different entity that's why I'll always see you as the person you are. Yeah. And not that, you know. So when you switch into that and suddenly you're very insecure, angry, and frustrated, that's not you. Yeah. There's something else in you that's just going out of control. So, and so it's basically like we have voices in our head. Most of those voices are not us. Like, Everyone has voices in their heads? Yeah. But they're not us. So we're, we're more like here in the gut. Like we're more like gut feeling, like our body. But our brain is almost like a radio. It can pick up anything and everything. And especially if our parents hurt us or do anything or just really judge us so much all the time, their voices are now in our head. So sometimes you'll do something and there's a voice criticizing you and making you feel bad about what you're doing. And if you really notice, notice that voice. That voice is somebody else that just lives inside of you. Do you have that voice? I feel like you don't. Yeah. How'd you hear it of yours? You just ignore it. I mean, you ignore it. You stop listening to it. You can't just ignore the voices in your head. They stop showing up once you don't give them the space. Because oh. it's almost like something that lives inside of you. 
And if you don't cultivate it, you don't interact with it, it goes away. So as long as, <laughs> but on the other hand, if you do interact with yeah. it, and you start daydreaming into it and really letting it control you, then, I mean, look at crazy people on the street that mm. scream out to the, right. the voice took over. They're gone. The only thing that exists now Yikes. is that voice. Oh my God. That, yeah. And you see the pure evil of the thing, you know? So. Oh, do you think I'm going to be like that? No. Why? Because you recognize it. Like once you recognize right. it, that's the first step. But that's what's scary. It's because I know it. And I, sometimes I like know it in the moment. And sometimes like I, I, I can't control it. Like that's what I'm saying. I think it's another personality because it's like I like I know it. I know I'm being so crazy. And then I'm just like, I don't know. And it doesn't stop. It makes me sad. I feel like I get worse with age. No, I think the more you recognize it and look at it, because it's like it's like a criminal. You know, once yeah. you see a criminal and he knows you saw him, he's going to run away. He's not going to come back. So the more you see it, recognize it. I feel like he just keeps coming out. And I'm just like, and in my head, my logic is like, oh, well, this is just me. I'm crazy. Everyone thinks I'm crazy. So it's fine. That's how I, I like play it off. You know what I mean? Because I don't even like try to control it, I guess. And also you're in a trap, you know, because it's part of your being and your, your you know, your brand and what you do. So you're kind of trapped <laughs> in it. My brand is being crazy. No, the side of the drama. <laughs> no, I mean, you were saying that. My brand is not drama. My brand no. is fun and eating and music. That's my brand. It's not drama. Okay. I don't want to be drama. Well, the reality is I don't know. Like, you know, both of us, like, we've never known of each other. So when I met you, it was a clean slate. I knew nothing about you. The only thing I got is, like, hundreds of comments. Of, like, run away. <laughs> so that's not a clean slate. It started <laughs> no, it down. It, it sounded is, low. I don't listen to that. I don't listen to that. At all. That. Yes. I can think of one time you listened. You're like, well, people have been saying this. And I'm like, why would you listen to people? I'm telling you. No, it was more showing you what it is that, you know, surfaced up. You know, I was just trying to be, like, aware of Well, I know what surfaces up. I didn't. <laughs> you tell me something. I was like, why are you listening to people? And sometimes it works i was talking about this earlier like sometimes it works like people will try and like sabotage me with like people i talk to but we were saying it i think it's like the same like two people that have like 10 accounts because you notice the way people talk like hate accounts you yeah. say they talk similar and i was like i never noticed that before yeah. or you go to their account and they're like zero followers zero <laughs> yeah. posts zero everything is zero like that account was made to make that one comment oh yeah oh yeah they, and then they echo each other or whatever or but they again, reply but but again uh, all you see is that these people are are just pure hateful people that's what they engage in. That's what they do. That's, and, and it's ridiculous. You know? Yeah. Because if you, let's say if, if I look at you and I say, okay, at some point you were a little girl and somebody hurt you. Mm -hmm. And from that, whatever happened later happened on. They don't understand that they're hating that little girl that never got help. Yeah. They, they don't get that. And for some reason, they think that now they have validation because somehow they managed to say, okay, this person is bad. They said something bad that I don't agree with. Now I have the green light to hate them and just be vicious and mean. I'm like, no, what, what are you doing? You just became the thing you said you don't like. Right. Well, how do I get so much hate then? How come I get so much? <laughs> just a bunch of people beating me down at once. Like, I get so much. I don't really think it's well, that now, warranted. Now we live in a very sensitive time. Everyone gets offended for other people. Mm. Like, Look at your life. If somebody offended you, get offended. But don't go seek for other to be offended for other people. People got offended for you. I don't know. I mean, people reach out to me <laughs> that I'm enabling you, that offending people with uh, this. Tell me. DID. DID, yes. <laughs> so I was like, wait a minute. How am I enabling that? 
And, you know, like, it's just ridiculous. Or you said they asked that I enable. You're like, you're Israeli. How dare you enable her? I was very oh, excited. Videos about yeah, like, I, I voice memoed you. I was like, can you help me? You were helping me. No, and I don't believe in that. I think it's the opposite. Because I was being serious. I love. But it's flattering when people pay attention to your culture. I love it. You know, like I make with my artwork, I make kimonos. So one day somebody came to me and was like, oh, you're not Japanese. Why are you making kimonos? I'm like, you're not Japanese either. Why are you talking for them? Wait, really? Like, I actually know Japanese people that told me we're so honored that you like our yeah. culture and Ugh. you want to learn more about it and you want to engage in it. So, so again, I don't listen <laughs> to people that are hateful. <laughs> Who says that? And especially kimonos. Those are so popular. Exactly. That's like going to Benihana and being like, how dare you appropriate our culture? But I think they lack meaning in their own life. So they look for meaning through fixing things that were never broken <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and i'm like no just look at yourself fix yourself like take care of yourself like obviously you have an issue you have problem you're going around hating people you don't know look at yourself you are the real manifestation of a troll in this world right and they don't get it and and, and not the good kind of troll no, I mean, you do it <laughs> professionally for entertainment purposes. Professionally. And also when I do troll, it's fun trolling. I'm it's ob- it's an obvious troll. It's not yeah. like I'm like mean. It's not like no, people it thought. No, make me laugh. I mean, I laugh when I see a video. Thank you. People thought my Passover was like a mean troll. First of all, I love Jewish culture. I wish you were Jewish because I love Jewish men. But I was just like, I like the culture of it. I thought it was fun. And I have so many DMs from so many people that I like admire, like on Broadway and stuff. And they're like, oh my God, I'm doing Passover too. And I was like, thank you. Adam and Eve says the best part of staying at home is playing at home. <laughs> Take advantage of this downtime and choose almost any one item at 50% off. That's five zero, fifty 50% off, half off using my code DISH. When you do, you'll also get 10 free, I said it free, board and busting gifts, including six spicy movies that make this time in isolation. Oh, so amazing. A three-piece bonus kit that definitely gets it lit into the next level. And best of all, free shipping delivered discreetly right to your door. So don't worry about nosy neighbors, roommates, family members. It's in a nice, discreet little brown box and all your naughty little secrets are kept nice and safe. Just remember to use offer code DISH. That's D-I-S-H at check out. Adam and Eve has thousands of products to make you glad you are staying at home. Sex toys make being at home so enjoyable. Hell, even shopping from home is more enjoyable when you're shopping sex toys. Go to adamandeve.com and use that offer code DISH. Hey, I'm Autumn Calabrese and I have a question for you. How do you do life? I might be a superstar trainer, but I'm also a boy mom, sister, daughter, friend, and entrepreneur. You might think my life is all working out and cooking healthy, delicious recipes, but trust me, there is so much more to it, and this is it. This is all of those real moments you talk about with your family and friends. Ever wonder what else life has to offer? Bring your curious appetite, and let's do life together. Subscribe now at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and PodcastOne.com. Oh, this was going to ask you because I feel like we don't talk about this either. This is oh, so no. fun. I love this. This is like I can interview you and ask you questions because it's like a podcast. Um, I thought we were sitting the same way that you were sitting in the style. Why? <laughs> okay, so we'll go back now. We're going to go back to H3 podcast. And I feel like this is the big thing. I feel like this is what they were because I was trying to figure out like, what did I do wrong? Because I didn't want them to be mad at me. I didn't want you to be mad at me. But they were harping over the fact that you wouldn't tell them what was going on. Why didn't you tell them what was going on? I mean, I didn't want to speak for you. Okay. So I think, I mean, the show was you. You were the bachelorette. Right. And it was your show. And um, people that know the show, what happened before was that um, Ian, the person that was The Bachelor, 
ended up with somebody that came through the DMs and not through the show. Mm-hmm. It ruined the show. So here, so anyway, all I'm saying is that you, you were the Bachelorette. It was your show. Quarantine started. Right. And then it, it was kind of obvious that the show is not going to go on. Right. So it, it was really something between the two of you to figure out and talk about. And I didn't want to tell them like, hey, she's bouncing off the Bachelorette. It's not my job to say that. So, so for me, I just didn't want to say anything about anything, really. Because I don't even know your conversations and you don't have to answer this if you don't want because it's whatever. But did you ever say like, hey, yeah, I hang out with Trish or anything like that? Or you're just like, I just posted the picture and it was like a shock to them. Well, we, we. Because um, you didn't, you weren't like that. No, but we right before the quarantine started, I saw them and I said, you know, you better get the cruise tickets. <laughs> we're going to Alaska. So you told like, them we were hanging out. Like that we will. Because I think, oh, at that moment, people saw that we followed each other. Right. Oh, yeah. People so were people like super. Knew, oh, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. <laughs> articles about the timeline. Did you not so, want to tell them because you were embarrassed about me? Because they had said that. That's no. why I got mad. You remember the first the first podcast? He said, oh, Moses was going to apply as like a joke or something. And maybe he doesn't want to tell us that he actually likes her. And he's like embarrassed. No, I don't think it was ever a joke to, to say, but I didn't apply. I didn't make anything because I wanted to sh- the show to have its own. But you thought about it and you said you were going to do it as a goof. Is that true? For me, it wasn't as a goof. It was just applying. And I was I was actually... To get know. to know me or to be on the show? To be but, honest. Well, I mean, it's the one and the same, you know. Not really. It could be like a goof just to be like, a lot of those people just want to be on the show. They just want to be on H3 Podcast. No, but I wanted to get to know you because without the show, I reached out and we got to know each That's other. That's true. So, I mean, and that, you're like, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I got to know you and it was not good. <laughs> We're here now. Oh, <laughs> you're such a good guy too. I feel bad. I really wish I could have controlled myself better. Um, so you didn't tell them because you were not you weren't embarrassed of me. I actually to be my friend. No, the whole world knows about it. Okay, now, but then okay, so technically at the time, I don't know if we were really friends. We were maybe kind of dating or something, but like so you were too embarrassed to tell them that we were like kind of dating, sort of. Not like exclusively, but exclusively because it's a quarantine. We got forced into an exclusive relationship. (laughs) I think what I personally realized is that I'm stuck between two giants that are just going to go at it no matter what and use whatever they can. So I just don't want to give ammunition to any side. Why wouldn't you? Because I didn't know. I didn't know what they'll do. I didn't know what you would do either. You know what I mean? Well, you know what I would do. I'm here with you all the time. We were were together 24 hours. But I mean in the sense of reacting to the thing. I mean, because you were already like sending tweets I didn't even know about. No. Okay, I talk about my sex life, but it could be with anyone. I have fine. sex with a lot of people. It could have been with anybody. It Which wasn't totally about you. Fine. All I'm saying is that it wasn't an attack on anybody. It was I always dream about my sex life. Right. I but, like having sex. But I noticed that there was something bigger happening that I wasn't part of in a way. So I just stepped out. So now that it, the drama is over and hopefully this conclusion or this concludes everything, um, would you be embarrassed to be like, Oh yeah, I'm hanging out with Trish in the future? We're here right now. Like everyone are seeing us. <laughs> yeah, but what about after quarantine? Will we still hang out? Because what if this is just a quarantine? I told you that would be sad for me if our friendship won't last. Like that'd be very sad for me. You don't think it will? I hope it will. What's your biggest dream in life right now? If you could have anything happen to you right now in life, what would it be? Magic wand. Dream. I don't. I'm not like that. I'm, you don't I, have any I, dreams. I, I'm living it. I made it. That my oh. dream. <laughs> So you're yeah. happy. If you die tomorrow, yes. you're like, I'm content. Yes. You don't want anything else. There's nothing you want in life. Everything I wanted, I got. 
I feel like you wanted like a McLaren the other day. I feel like we were talking about that. <laughs> well, that's, that's not exactly a dream. That is a dream. I want a freaking Rolls Royce. I want a red yeah. and black Rolls Royce. You'll get it. But all I'm saying is that it's not something, <laughs> it's not something I think about in, in a sense. Like I love my car. I enjoy you it. You do love your car. So it's fun. Like I, I enjoy the, again, movement, that physicality of things I enjoy. Mm-hmm. But, um, but my mind most of the time only thinks about like, the videos that I make, how to communicate what I know to people, how can I help people, constantly fine-tuning things, you know, so I can communicate it well. Right. Because it's pretty serious when you sit with somebody and you really try to change their life completely. And I've seen people that I've managed to do it, like complete turnaround. They're not the same person. <laughs> how long does it take for a complete turnaround? Two, three hours. What? You can, you can turn around someone's life and do well, then why haven't we done it? You can't turn around my life and do three hours. I've known you for probably 500 hours and you haven't been able to do that. You didn't want it. Okay, if it takes two or three hours, I can do it. I thought you just wanted to change me like every day you come over. No. All right, well then take, give me no, two or three hours. Being a nanny. I don't want to be your nanny. You're not going to You're not going to be able to change me in two or three hours. So you don't want to get married. You have no aspirations of that. No aspirations of having kids. You're just like, I'm happy in my garden. Oh, you know, you have a dream. You want to make your garden a jungle. You said it the other day. Yeah. <laughs> and people are like, what? No, I mean, I have, so I have this building that I'm turning into the water museum. So that's going to be kind of an educational center for, about water. Um, channel water is my joy. Like, I enjoy it so much. That's your YouTube channel. Just make it, yeah. Making videos for it, um, interacting with people. And, and now more than ever, I feel like I'm ready. Like, I'm at the right place. I'm like mature enough at the right place. I know enough to actually help people. So, and I feel like now that's why the channel is growing and, and doing well. And, um, and the next, and now I'm also getting requests from people of what to do, what to talk about. So it's right. really nice. And, um, I'm going to make like new videos about like meditation and which will be slash oh, yeah. ASMR. ASMR! So I it's think like that combination. Cause you said you weren't going to be on camera for your meditation. I had this brilliant idea that you were going to do ASMR, like boyfriend point of view. There's a ton of people that do this on YouTube. I can't think of the guy who does, does it. There's a guy that I love and he like puts you to sleep every night. He's like, how was your day, baby? And like, what did you have for dinner tonight? Like he's that person. That's you. And that's you on the phone. If you, I think in person you have a, you have a good voice, but under the phone, you're like, hello, how are you doing tonight? You're very that person. It's very sexual in like a non-sexual way. It's very like a phone sex thing when I when you're on the phone with you, mm. and it's not phone sex at all. It's the opposite. He's just like, I finished my video about water today. <laughs> it might only be an hour and a half today. That's you. That's, That's so funny. So you're gonna start yeah. it. I think you should have a separate ASMR channel. Maybe boyfriend experience for the people Maybe. who don't have a boyfriend. I want to stay focused on the work I'm doing, and like I don't do something for money for income like that's not my motivation obviously we know this well they don't know this but so that's what like if i would do that channel it really would be for that so but if i feel that it you know that money is going to be serving well the other channel then that's great um because the work i do is not mainstream at all i don't expect (laughs) it to ever be profitable yeah so i work i do my own work in design architecture and that's how i pay for everything else i do so in in a way I, i give everything for free i never ever charged a person for working with them, helping. Did you get paid to be Jesus? No, I usually don't ask for money. The Nash- Wait, what was the big one you did? National, yeah, Geographic? National Geographic? They didn't pay you. You went all the way over to Israel. Well, it, was, it was very tiny, you know, because it's a trip. and You did it for free? Pretty much. I mean, I think it was like altogether maybe a thousand bucks, which just covered the expenses. I paid for the flight. I actually paid for my Holy flight. Holy shit. Yeah. And the Totally Sketch one, you didn't? No. 
So you just want to hang at it. So you just play Jesus just for fun. Well, at, at that time, it was interesting. <laughs> it was, I mean, what, what's funny is that when I graduated from college, I actually started studying about Jesus. Like I wanted to know more about him and I studied a lot about him. And then when I finished studying about him, that's when I got that first gig with National Geographic. The next thing I know, I'm in Israel walking in all the places he was. That's like crazy. First, getting first, you know, hand account of all the, the things he did and the places he were. And then I also got baptized at the Jordan in that tree. Oh, so, my God. You never done that before? Being from Israel, you never went to like... No, Jewish people don't get baptized. Really? So you guys are just born into sin or they're just born into sin. Sorry, not you guys. And they just don't get cleansed? No cleansing. <gasps> Wait, but don't they believe in like... I don't even know where this comes from. Oh, I just know... know. I, uh, Jewish people have the mikveh. So we have this tradition of going and bathing in water to cleanse yourself, okay. but it's different. It's not with that intention, but but we do have a tradition of going um, into a water to, to be. cleanse yourself. Yeah. Okay, got it. That's so interesting. I thought you would do that as like a, just being in Israel, like going to the Jordan River. It's more, you know, in the Jewish tradition, there's a lot of, a lot of it is lifestyle. It's yeah. really about staying healthy and clean. So, so many of the things are like washing your hands before you eat, all at those, you know, bathing, all those things are really about lifestyle and staying healthy and hygiene and so before there were governments and you know those kind of things there was just religion yeah so they were putting out all the laws and rules what you should do or not do all the kosher food things what you should eat and not what does kosher mean i always see that what does that even mean it's just about what they figured at that time that is healthy to food and not healthy to food so they don't eat pigs because they you know sleep and eat their own feces really they don't pigs do no. They don't well now maybe not. How would they then. eat their poop? <laughs> or like they don't eat um, you know, certain seafood because they're bottom feeders. Like oh. so all I'm saying is that a lot of it was just like Sounds that's, judgmental. <laughs> that's the old fashioned that's the old fashioned science and that's Got the old fashioned, you know, lifestyle. So you don't eat bacon or anything? I did yesterday. You eat bacon? <laughs> I eat everything. Wait, you like bacon? I thought you liked sausage or something. I thought it was like sausage you liked. I didn't know you eat bacon. I've never heard you say bacon. I make a really good... It was good the first time I actually made it on my own because it's quarantine. I was just like, I went to the market and bought stuff. I can make a really so good I egg made. bacon sandwich. I can make you one. I'm really good at that. That's my thing now I've been doing. All right. I didn't know you ate bacon. This is so exciting because I would have made you one. There's two things I can cook. It's egg, bacon <laughs> sandwiches and mac and cheese. And I was like, I'm ready to cook both for you because I'm very like, I don't know. I'm very bored in this quarantine. Oh my God, I didn't know you eat bacon. This is so exciting. Yeah. One more thing for us to bond on. <laughs> Also, by the way, he also doesn't always eat healthy. People think I corrupt him. You don't always eat healthy. Where was what were we eating the other day? And I was like, what was I it? Pizza. pizza. Yeah, and it wasn't even with me. And I was like, oh, you're gonna eat pizza without me? Like, what the hell? And you had cookies with me the other day. Like, we, he eats bad. It's not just me corrupting him. You don't always eat. You're just naturally thin. You're very lucky. I know you don't like being skinny, but you're very lucky to be naturally skinny. Yeah, and I'm my own person. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone that thinks that somebody can corrupt me. <laughs> I don't know like, why people think that. <laughs> Those things were bomb. And by the way, if you ever do get Korean fried cheese, you're supposed to eat it at the freaking place. You're supposed to eat it in the parking lot. Yeah. It's the freshest. Obviously, if you take it home, it's not fresh. There were no people anywhere we went. I mean, we were mm -mm. pretty safe as far as quarantine wise. Yeah, people were like, You're killing your grandma. I'm like, What are you talking about? Like, I'm by myself. Literally. All day since this Same. quarantine started. No, same, because my mom's older, too, and I would not, like, put her at, like, risk because she just stays in. Everyone stays in. I'm nervous, too. I, You know me. I would love to get my... I know people who can come do my hair and makeup, but I don't because I'm like, you know, just in case. 
We try. We take it Same seriously. Here. I need a haircut. You do? Can we cut it yeah. for you for a video? So long. Whose video? Me. You. <laughs> we can put it on your new channel, Moses Hawkman channel. Can we cut it? Do I say, is there a yeah well hair? i don't maybe like brushing hair can it i cut it cool. we'll talk about it after <laughs> my birthday's coming up that can be my present to me is cutting your hair that's the only thing i can give you for a birthday that's all you can give me i don't like presents i really don't that people think that i lie about this i don't like presents because i don't like anything people give me i buy everything i want i don't need presents but i do like company <laughs> just saying hint, hint. <laughs> no you won't see me anyways because i always feel like Every time I need to see you, you're like, I'm busy. I have my cats. Kittens. Kittens. And when are you giving those away? <laughs> Once they're ready. I don't know. They're still breastfeeding. By the way, you said in my video, you said, I'm allergic to cats. I have five cats. Yeah. So why? I just have to wash my hands every time I touch them. Uh, so he has, five, he has a stray cat that got pregnant when she was a baby. What, was she like eight months or something? Probably. Got pregnant. And you feed this cat all the time. And now he has like five kitties and he can never come over anymore. It's like you're always busy with the cats. Even now he's like, I got to go home to the cats. I'm like. They eat all the time. Just like leave the food there. No, but cats, they, their stomachs are small. They'll just eat it all and vomit. Like you have to give them small portions throughout the day. Can I make another suggestion to you? I'm a good dad. I know. <laughs> well, we'll see about that, how those kittens turn out. Maybe they'll get pregnant. You said she thought she was pregnant again, the stray cat. No, she's in heat though. That's what it mm, is. Relatable. Like, how are you ready in heat? <laughs> That's what happens. Um, I also think you should do a fashion line. I feel like you should create like clothing because you actually have really good fashion. I don't see you dress up often, but when I do, I'm like, oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Would you ever do it? I mean, my sister is doing it successfully. Okay, but you have a different style. See, I don't like this comparison either when people try and compare you to her because I feel like you guys are so fucking different. Like if you and had also, a clothing line, it would not be that. And also they keep saying that I'm like her. I'm the older. <laughs> Ooh, Maybe they thought you were younger. Maybe that's why they said that, because you look so good. No, but I'm the one that everyone followed <laughs> in my family. Are you the oldest? You're the oldest, right? Mm-hmm. And she's the baby? Yes. I like your sister. Everyone thinks I'm coming for her. If anything, I don't really care for Ethan, but I like your sister. I think she's nice. Very sweet. I never say anything bad about her. No. So I don't know why people are like, wow, she's coming for your family. I'm like, mm, everyone chill. Again, they get offended for people they don't even know. You know, they, they project their own issues, you know, whatever. <laughs> we love them, though. Shout out H3 Podcast. Are you going to start another podcast? I think you should have a podcast. I think you should have podcast water where you could just talk for five hours about water. That is my channel, Channel Water. It's just, <laughs> no. There's no word podcast in it. Like, why put the word podcast? Why don't, you, why don't you put those up as podcasts? They're so fucking long. Put them up as podcasts. I was thinking of, um, you know, getting an assistant and then just getting all the audio and dropping it on, you know, different. I'll be your assistant. But, cool. I can help you out. <laughs> But you have to wear Adam and Eve costumes. Oh, I love that promo. We have that Adam and Eve ad code dish for 50% off. Oh, my God. Would you ever do like... Oh, by the way. Would you ever do like OnlyFans? <laughs> I'm not against it, but I don't... You don't like it for you. you. Do you judge me for doing it? Do you think it's gross that I do it? No, but I think if I... No, first of all, I think it's great to empower people to have control over their body, their business, what they do. Mm-hmm. I think it's horrible when other people profit from girls or men or whatever it is because that's where the abuse is. Yeah. But if you're doing it on your own term, you're an adult. This is what you choose to do. That's what freedom is. But um, for me personally, like let's say, if it's not for the money, why should I do it? 
You know what I mean? Attention. I like these people watching me. I get so I get so excited when people yeah. like see my video and they're like, oh, I want to come all over you. Like that makes me feel good. I don't know why. No, but even Is in my broken? videos, <laughs> even in my videos at the beginning, I didn't want to be in them at all. Right. But over talking to people and the experiences of the different videos, I realized they want to see the person talk. They want to see the person. Who is this? Mm-hmm. What is this? It's more personal. So I put myself more out there, but it was never my intention. It was the opposite. Like I didn't want in any way to be the center of it. And I still think I'm not, you know, because people, if I help somebody or I give them something, they take it and go. That's it. Right. I don't have a relationship with them. I don't have followers in real life. I only... If people subscribe to a channel, great. But that's where it ends. It's not you. Yeah. Jesus only had 12 followers. And look at him. <laughs> he fucking killed it in life. Jesus was the first person to have followers. He literally. And Hitler had like millions of followers. And look at them. Like Jesus had like 12 followers. Hitler had all these followers. And Jesus is better than Hitler. We can all agree. Sure. Have you ever been offered Jesus porn? Yes. And you said no? Yes. I said no to even... Um, just being in music videos of like, you know, Jesus chilling and girls around, like whatever. Oh. Like anything that's disrespectful, I said no to. All my Christian music has been very respectful. I have actually thought about maybe researching my Christian music career, maybe. Mm-hmm. I put Jesus in my videos and everyone thought it was blasphemous. And it's like, no, that's how I envision Jesus, like hanging out with me. <laughs> like it was never me making out with Jesus. Well, people love him in different ways. <laughs> that's true. I do sometimes feel like you're Jesus. Sometimes in my head, I like think about it. I'm like, is he? So no. At the beginning, I thought I can that. Tell you no, I know, but 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 in a sense, you are because if you believe in Jesus, which I don't really know, you're not really considered a Christian either. But I believe in Jesus, and I feel like Jesus isn't everybody. That's what I usually say. Everyone are Jesus. So technically, you are then, as much as you are. Sure. I feel like you're a little more because <laughs> I'm like sometimes I look. I'm like, oh my god, is this really Jesus? Like there was a show called um, what was the show called? Do you remember? It was about the one we started seeing Messiah or no? No, it was like an old show. It was like where Jesus would come. What was that show? It's like an old, like it's kind of like a sitcom kind of, kind of like Seventh Heaven. And Jesus would come in every episode. Hmm. You don't know? And he'd well, come probably, in different ways. Well, we didn't have any Jesus-related stuff in Israel. We really? It's, yeah. Is it banned? Oh, yeah. We really? I mean, it's not banned. It's just not, there's no audience for it. Really? We got all the music, the comedies, the you know, but nothing. No religious. Jesus things. Yeah, all, anything religious, no. Whoa, I'm so excited to go to Israel. Hey, if you guys are in Israel and you want to marry me and come here, let me know. I'm down for Israel, Nigeria, (laughs) Philippines. I'll go to any of those countries. Maybe I'll move there. I'm going to come with Moses sometime soon to Israel. And we're going to go find... I think you'll like Israel. We're going to go together? I'm up for it. Really? Just not when it's too hot. Okay, yeah, after. And we got to go to Maui because Moses has never taken a vacation ever. You've never gone to Hawaii. No. Never been to Hawaii. And you've never gone on vacation, like on a cruise. No, I really wanted to. We can but still go on. You know what? I got money. I we can go how, on our own. I don't know how the cruises are going to be after this. That's probably better but, now because it might be cheaper because everyone will be scared. It's empty, so no people. Yeah, we should go. I'm still down to go to Antarctica. I'll no, do my, it. Most of my travel is for work or like art residencies. So like I get invited to places and it's related to water and art. Yeah, but you need to go on a vacation where it doesn't have to do with water or art. It's just you. My thought was I wanted to go on a cruise because I like being on the water. And when I'm on water, I'm even more, you know, like I write a lot and more things come through. So so that was my idea. I was like, oh, I'll go on a cruise. And then everyone told me like, no, it's like being on Vegas on the water or something. But. But probably not if you go to like Antarctica or to yeah, you know, like we should go to Antarctica anyways and just get all the exclusives for this podcast and channel water. You can photograph so much water there. Mm-hmm. Do you sell your photo your art? 
Yeah, but it make you big prints. It's printed on How much are those big ones? Because you have some huge ass ones at your house. They range between like 10 to 15 grand. Oh, okay, baller. It's big artwork. <laughs> when I first met you, I thought like, not in a bad way. I just was like, oh, this is like an artist. He like doesn't have a lot of money. He's like a strong, which I don't mind. But then I was like, okay. And then you have like this bougie, fancy job. And I was like, oh, but that's not how you make money is from the art. You make money from building. You're not yeah, design, yeah. design furniture, homes. <laughs> Which Real I enjoy. Life I love designing furniture. I need to be your friend when I find my house that I'm going to buy because I really need like a whole new set for my podcast. I need white marble. Like I need to stay your friend for a while because you're <laughs> the only one I know that knows how to do that stuff. So I'll do that. Give me a discount. Okay. All right. Anything. Okay. So final thoughts. Channel water. That's what you're most passionate about. Yes. That's all you care about. This point. Okay. You don't care about dating. So no one should hit you up. Don't hit you me. will not respond to the DMs anymore. <laughs> not in a personal way, you know. You just don't want to. No, if somebody has questions, I want to help. Okay, but if you want to smash, don't DM. No, because if I meet somebody online, like, I don't know you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I need to know somebody more than that. Are you off Bumble? But you have to find someone and you don't leave your house. So how are you going to find somebody? That's a problem in LA. LA is the toughest city for dating. Have you deleted your Bumble or are you still on it? I haven't looked at it. I don't know if you delete apps or not. You're so funny. <laughs> Me just asking questions I want to know. <laughs> no, but I have I have the apps on my phone, but I don't, you don't I use it. I haven't looked. I want to go through your Bumble and to see your pictures that you have up there. I want to see what you wrote about yourself. Okay, so yeah. don't hit them up. Swipe until you see. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised I haven't. I feel like I have. I feel like I've gone through everybody. I feel like I definitely would have seen you. Okay, so find him on Channel Water. Don't hit him up on the DMs if you're looking for a hookup because he's not looking for a hookup, right? Yes. Yes. yes, I'm not looking. Yes, you know, he's got cats, <laughs> he's got water, and he's got his channel, and he has me, and that's a lot of handfulness, because <laughs> you can't leave me till this quarantine's over, that's what I told him, because we're isolated together, we chose that from the beginning, and now we gotta stick it out, right? Sure. All right, Moses <laughs> Huckman, do you say it with the H like that, Huckman? It's like hummus. Hummus. In Hebrew, hummus. I make it easy, Hackman, H-A-C-M-O-N. What is it in, wait, that's Hebrew or English? In English, Hackman. What's Hebrew. Hakman. 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 Yes. I love it. I love learning things. I love being, I love learning Hebrew. All right, guys. Um, that's it. Thanks for listening. Leave a rating, leave a like, and um, we will be quarantining together for a couple of weeks. So if you have any other questions, let us know. And if you have nothing nice to say, say it to Moses and not to me because he can handle it better. All right. Bye, guys. There's a lot going on in the world right now. And The Skim is here to help you cut through the noise. Meet Skim This, a weekly podcast that makes it easier to understand how the news impacts you. We break down the most complicated stories of the week and add context and clarity to answer the questions that are on your mind. Subscribe and listen every Friday morning wherever you get your podcasts. Napa Know How. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20.